Musaches to my Perik Vav Mishnah Zion six seven. This Mishnah and many of the rest of the Mishnahs in the Masechta dance around an issue in Hebrew called Bereira, which means a retroactive allocation. Now, I'm going to explain that a little bit here, even though it's not essential to understand for this particular Mishnah necessarily, but to make sense and reconcile the Mishnahs that follow relative to this one, we have to understand Bereira. So, <clears throat> first thing to say is that there's a Machlokas Tanaim, whether or not Brera is a thing, if it works. And, and this particular Tana is going to say that Brera is not a thing. But let me explain what that thing might be. In the case of ownership, let's say partners. So, when we say that you and I own an apartment building together, so it's clear that that means that if there are two apartments in the apartment building, um, that we own both of them together, and if there are cash streams that come from the apartments, let's say that the upstairs rents for $6 a month, and the downstairs rents for $4 a month, we have a total of $10 of income, half of the dollars are yours and half of the dollars are mine, we each get five. That's straightforward. Now, there is another way, of course, we could own it together. We could each have 50% of the building, but we could specify that specifically the upstairs belongs to you and the downstairs belongs to me. Um, and if that would be the case, and hypothetically the upstairs rents for $6 and the downstairs for $4, then one of us would get 6 one of us would get $4, because even though we own the building together, there's a specific half that each of us own. Now, when it comes to, let's say, the case for our Mishnah, wine inside a vat. So let's say you and I are partners in the wine. We each own 50% of the wine. So we could say that, that economically we split the proceeds or value of the, of the wine. But the question is, each and every, let's say, cup full of wine inside <clears throat> the vat, is it the shot that you and I own 50% of each cup, each milliliter, each molecule of wine? Or is it that conceptually, economically, each own 50%, um, but which of the half of the wine in the vat belongs to you, and which of the half belongs to me, will only be clarified once you take your half and I take my half? So um, that would mean that conceptually each of us own 50% of the value of the wine. Um, and when we take that out of the vat, the vat, let's say, has 100 liters of wine, you put 50 in your container, I put 50 in my container, and now you see the 50 that's in my container was the 50 that I had all along, so to speak. So <clears throat> this latter approach that to say that the 50 that is now in my container is the 50 that was mine all along is the idea of Brera retroactive allocation. That is to say that while the wine is commingled in the vat, of course, each and each of us own 50% of it, but which particular 50%, which 50 liters are mine and which 50 are yours, will only be determined once we take our respective 50 liters. So that would be rara. The other alternative is no. You and I both own each and every liter of wine together. So when I take 50 and you take 50, um, what's really happening behind the scenes is that I'm agreeing to forego half of the wine in your container, which used to be mine, and I'll give it to you in exchange for the half of the wine that's now in my container, which used to belong to you, that you're giving to me. That would not be Brera. That is to say that there's no retroactive allocation. What's happening is we're saying that, listen, when I take 50 into my cup and you take 50 into your cup, half of what's in your cup was mine a moment ago, and half of what's in mine cup was yours a moment ago. But now we're agreeing to essentially barter to make a trade. Now, 
At the end of the day, of course, economically, we each get 50, and so you say, what's the difference? Well, this mission will discuss the difference. So this mission is going to assume that there's no such thing as Brera. That is to say, when you take your 50 and I take my 50, what's happening is we're actually doing a trade. I'm exchanging 50% in my cup, which used to belong to you, for the 50% in your cup, which used to belong to me. And in this Mishnah, that will be not so simple because our case is a case of, as the Mishnah says, Shnaim Shabatsru es Karmeim Latoch Gasachas. You have two partners, and they harvest their vineyards together into a single wine press. So they've commingled their grapes, commingled their wine. The problem is, there are two partners, but one is good about tithing and one isn't good about tithing. One is the Amaharetz and one is the Ne'eman. So you recall that the Ne'eman, the reliable one, we'll call him Reuven. So Reuven has to make sure that what passes from his hand and into the hand of Shimon, his partner, has to be tithed. And therefore, Ma'aser, the Ma'aser, the one who's good about tithing, Reuven, will have to Ma'aser Shalom. First, he'll have to Ma'aser his own stuff, and Vechelko, he'll also have to tithe the half that he gets from his friend Shimon. That is to say, economically, Reuven ends up tithing three quarters of the wine in the, in the vat. Let me take a step back and explain that a little more. Here's what happens. We'll say the story as follows. Right now, there's 100 liters in the vat. Half is Reuven's, half is Shimon's. Reuven tithes, and he's a Neman. He can't give anything to Shimon without tithing it first. So, if you don't hold a Brera, if you don't hold this, some retroactive allocation, so when we, <clears throat> when Reuven says, listen, I'm prepared to tithe my half, and before we split it up, so he does, as he must, of course. So he will essentially, if for argument's sake, he has 50, you know, his, Reuven has 50 liters in the vat, and Shimon has other 50 liters, and let's just, for simplicity's sake, that he has to give a total of 20% of his uh, wine to various tithes, Shemgadola, Meiser, Meiser Shane, let's assume it's 20 just to be simple for a second. So 20% of 50 uh, is, of course, 10. So that means Reuven would have to, you know, allocate 10 of his wine to the various tithes. Um, the problem is that when they divide it 50-50, and Shimon gets 50 into his container, so half of that 50 is Reuven's half. So even if Reuven tithes his half, so half of what is now in Shimon's container is already tithed, the other half that's in Shimon's container is not tithed, and Shimon would have to tithe it also. That's fine, that's no problem. Uh, the problem is that if Reuven first tithes his half, when he gets his container full of 50, only half of what's in his container is from the tithed half that belonged to Reuven. The other half of what's in Reuven's container is from the untithed half that came from Shimon. So Reuven will have to say, listen, my container is 50 liters. Half of it's been tithed, half of it hasn't been tithed. So Reuven will then have to tithe again the half of the wine in his container that came from Shimon, wherever it is inside, swirling inside his container, inside of Reuven's container, to make sure that Reuven has um, everything that he walks away with is tithed, as well as everything that he gave to Shimon is also tithe. Let me just say it again because it's in a different way to make sure it's perfectly clear because it's mighty confusing, I know. One more time. Reuven and Shimon each are partners 50-50 in the wine. They fill up their containers respectively. Reuven gets 50 liters into his container and Shimon gets 50 liters into his container. Now, Reuven is a Ne'eman. He has to make sure that whatever he gives to Shimon is tithe as well as whatever he, of course, takes for himself is tithe. So Reuven will say, listen, my 50% is being tithe and he'll do whatever it is. He'll take off the we'll call it 10 liters of, of wine, as tithe. So that would fix up Reuven's half. But Reuven's half is divided, so to speak, um, into two containers. Half of the container that Shimon has is, was Reuven's half, and half of the container that's in Shimon's half is 
Reuven's half. And what they did was, um, even though it, what what the 50% that's in Shimon's half that belonged to Reuven is going to be essentially effectively bartered away. Reuven and Shimon are going to trade. They're going to say, listen, half of your container belongs to you and half of my container belongs Half of your container belongs to me and half of my container belongs to you. So we'll just simply trade. I'll give you uh, my half in exchange for you giving me your half. So now we can, of course, drink 100% of what's in our respective containers. But that means that Reuven is giving half of his stuff to Shimon. And if Reuven's a Naaman, he has to make sure that what he gives to Shimon is tithed properly. So Reuven will have to tithe a full economic 50%. um, And... In addition, when Reuven walks away with the 50% that he got from Shimon into his container, so then uh, Reuven will have to tithe that also. So it ends up being that Reuven first tithes half of the total 100, because that's Reuven's half, he has to tithe. And then again, again since he's receiving 50% um, of what's in his container from Shimon, so he'll have to tithe that again. Okay, so that ends up being that Reuven tithes a total of 75% of the wine, half that was his all along and half that he receives from Shimon in exchange for the half that he gave to Shimon. I'll read the words one more time on the mission. Hopefully it's clear. If two people who are partners harvest their grapes from the various vineyard into a single wine press, but one partner is good about tithing, as a Naaman and one isn't, the one who's good about it, the Naaman, Reuven, first he has to tithe his half, the Chelko, and he'll also have to tithe, Chelkom is referring to the portion of Shimon, his partner, wherever it happens to be in Reuven's container.